because as a Canadian, I don't feel the same way because it doesn't affect me the same as you are. But because I know you live in the U.S., right now you must have certain feelings. And I'm pretty sure you have a voice upon it. And I want to hear about it. I have an opinion on this because um, it's not the simple fact that they just passed a law. I was mm-hmm. going to bring this up anyways mm-hmm. um, because of a woman's rights and us personally as a female in general, like mind speaking, in my opinion. I feel like, especially as a woman, we have we should have all the power to have decision on things that we do to our body or like, you know, even even as eating like as like a food that goes into our mouth it's not even just like abortion in general you know what i mean so in my opinion i feel like i am a hundred and fifty percent disagree on the abortion law that they just passed because one not every woman can carry a baby you know because the their plan the the plan is like life is in general it's just so messed up like with certain type of women they can't even get pregnant they will pay thousands of dollars to have a baby or have somebody has a baby and then for females to get pregnant right it's even hard but to even hold back the abortion like to take back to take the abortion into legal terms by not have like you is prohibit it's so wrong in so many levels and in so many ways like me personally i had two abortion one of them it was like like it hurts me to my soul like I, and i'm against abortion too no matter what like i'm i totally against it because i believe in that like Having a child is a gift from God. You know what I mean? Like, that's another story to tell. But I'm just saying, like, I had to have my first abortion in my life because due to I had an etopic pregnancy. So the doctor was sitting down and talking to me about what can happen during, you know, etopic pregnancy if you carry the baby full terms. So I was new to that because I didn't really do a lot of research or like know anything about like etopic pregnancy, even though I was like 24 years old. But so etopic pregnancy, I'm just going to cut it short. It's like basically when you go into labor, it's either you live or the baby live because the baby grows outside your uterus. If you already have a family of your own already, it's like, what are you gonna do in my in, in in my shoes like it's either you're gonna die to have the baby and and leave three kids behind or two kids behind family behind or you're just gonna abort it because you know it one the baby the baby's not gonna be healthy because you're gonna basically have to raise the child going through like surgeries and you don't even know if the baby's gonna be like having like down syndromes or epilepsies or any type of health condition, like even having going through cancer and all that. So I didn't want to take the risk. So I ended up having an abortion and I was already like three months pregnant. And I'm those type of females that I like, I was probably like four or five months into my pregnancy because 
I still had my period every month like normal people. So I didn't even know I was pregnant. My second abortion was, um, I just had my daughter and then, you know, I just wouldn't think I was, I could, I could have got pregnant right away. Like, so I end up having, I end up having the second abortion. But when I had my second abortion, the doctor told me that good thing I had it because when I was carrying, when I had the atopic pregnancy, I guess like my ovaries or something happened and it left like pieces of my pregnancy from behind and carried on to this baby. So I would have had like a defect baby. So like I said, at the end of the day is like you, people who choose to have abortion, one that's really, really important is like, what about, you know, all these big rich people out here who does who's involved with child sex trafficking what about those girls they end up getting pregnant and then having to raise the baby like you know they because they can't abort it what do you what, what do you think about that you know what i mean like families even like moms who get into relationships and like get these girls like they're like 12 13 14 years old 15 years old you know, the step parents, the stepdad end up molesting them and stuff like, and then they end up getting pregnant. They're supposed to suffer and keep the baby and like, you know what I mean? Or having like, you know, like a defect baby or like, you know, it's just wrong in so many levels. Like you cannot take abortion away from the, from women's rights. And, and what for you, Kyo? That's deep. That's really deep. I, um, I'm actually all about women having a choice to do what they want to do with their own bodies for sure. And, um, I agree with everything Rena said, like it's, there are so many issues with what just happened. Obviously we won't be able to talk about it all, but here's, here's my kind of biggest issue with it is that they're also say the punishment to me, like the, the fact that women, what can happen to women if they have an abortion and what a lot of people are not talking about is if they have a miscarriage too, they can also get severely punished for that, like punished badly. And here's what's jacked up about once again, it's because, you know, we're women, we have to carry the child. We have to, you know, do all that. And no male can ever understand that right they can't ever like they can't get that and when you take away the rights from a woman like for instance if somebody's raped like she said and they they have a child or the sex trafficking i totally agree that all that crap happens and um and it's horrible but the turmoil and the mental issues that the mother or the mother to be go will go through or the mentality issues that you end up dealing with and emotional and physical issues that you deal with for the rest of your life, you know, because you're forced to give birth to a child that you ultimately may not love if someone raped you or if somebody, you know, molested you or whatever. Not saying that it can't happen because we know that I know like it does happen where people can be in horrible situations to love their child. I get that. But yeah, and I, I'd probably just say, I just think women, we, we, sh we have the rights to our own bodies. I, I just believe that. I think we need to fight for it. I think we need to speak up about it. I think that um, 
it's important. And so I, I don't think anybody should be taking that away from us, period. <clears throat> and what do they expect us to do? Just like what? Not ever, not ever like have sex or something? I mean, you know, or it's always a woman's fault. That's what it looks like to me. Like when they did this, it always looks like it's the female's fault. And like the guy has no, no stake in the game, you know, no nothing. And I have a problem. That's a big issue for me where everything falls on the woman, male patriarchal society, they run everything. So they get excluded from the issues, right? But it's okay for them, you know, to have sex with whoever they want, but it's not okay for us to have sex and get pregnant and then not want to deal with the child or have the abortion or whatever. See, so yeah, I believe women should have, I think we, we have rights to our own body period. Government should not have any rights to our bodies like that. As for me, how I see this situation, like for me, it's a hard topic to talk about because it doesn't really concern me, but it concerned me as a woman. And I realized while I was educating myself on this topic and while I was educating myself in general about what is happening is I find it hard, like, I think the problem is not only the law about abortion, is the sex education at all in US. Like even here in like Quebec, we are like massively more educa educated sexually than the rest of Canada. And like not only about like how to protect ourselves about the um, like sexual ed and stuff like that, but also about pleasure and how it's normalized. Yeah, exactly, Kay, like this. How it's normalized um, to talk about sexual behavior in a way where it's open and everyone is accepted. So for me, when I heard about this news, I was just like, wow. Like, they blame the girl for the pull-out games of the boy, you know what I mean? And like, I've been more with American boy than with Canadian and I'm just like shit they don't know shit you know what I mean I'm just like wow so when I heard about like the news about abortion I was just like I feel like most of it is from non-educational people they don't know how it works and like for me I'm all about like woman choice because I never been through what you've been through Rina and I'm like I think if it will happen to me and if like I didn't have like the abortion for me I will run to my fucking corner of counter and I will like hit myself to make this baby die you know what I mean because I am not ready to be a mom I am I know people say you're never gonna be ready to be a parent. But I know as a fact that I will never be a good parent because of my experience, because of what I've been through. And I'm honest with myself. When I meet new people, when I meet new guys, I told them I don't want kids. I never wanted kids. I never want to have kids. And it's maybe for superficial like ideal and I don't give a fuck, it's my body. So when I hear that kind of news happening so close to me, I feel super attacked. And I was just like, how can it happen? Like, how can you live in a world that you go like way back in the society? 
I hate you, Kay. I just read your comment and I hate you. But just what I want to say is, like, I think it's still a choice as a woman, but also, like, if, like, how many guys I met that want to go raw? And I'm just like, bro, like, if you know, like, what the fuck? Like, one night stand should never been raw. You know what I mean? And I feel it's all about the educational and, like, it's such a big topic and and sometimes when I look at the US it scares me because like I always joke about ah, I want to get a K1 visa I want to be like on 90 days fancy and find a husband and move there and I'm joking personally joking because like US has this like big dream happening when you go there you're gonna realize everything and stuff like that and like i'm always thinking about that kind of stuff and it's still a stereotype that is active on people outside of the country and when i see stuff like that i'm just like wow how can you how can you tolerate that and when i see women as strong as arena as strong as q and i see I see them, it's reconfort me to see them having a head on their shoulder, their own experience, and be able to say, I feel attacked. I feel like I don't have choice. And like my, um, as a woman, I'm kind of like cut off of my choice. And it reassure me because I'm still think not everyone is thinking like what we saw in the news. So that is great. I'm so proud of you guys and like I just want to say to Rina because like she opened up a lot and I know it must be hard for you but like seriously thank you for sharing your experiences and I'm so glad that some people can hear that because I think it's important like sometimes stuff happens you don't have a choice to but for medical sake you need to. But before to go to abortion, you still need, there's so many resources. But I feel in the U.S. right now, those many resources are not even, like, updated to people. And I feel that's what they're lacking, lacking right now. And they don't know shit. And it's frustrating for me. And I cannot imagine how you must feel as a woman. And you'd be like, yo, but, like... It's my body, my choice. But it's not just only that. It's not just about religious thing. It's about like human being and be realistic about our stuff. Like life costs a lot too, right? There's so many like sphere that this subject touch. And I feel like some sometimes they don't listen to you as a citizen too. And I don't know as much as the politics over there, how like you can express yourself and how you can be heard. But I feel like sometimes it's like they just wash up everyone else and you get that result and you, you need to stick with it. And I know some states are different from others, but like, oh my God, for me, it was kind of like so complex as an issue. And I was just like, it's like going back to 1950.
like a woman should be at home and like be the 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 one that cook dinner for when the husband is coming you know what i mean that's how it felt for me this subject around this mm -hmm. question has a really big impact on me because mm -hmm. i have two yeah. daughters mm -hmm. you know what i mean so god forbid like i said i like if something was to happen to my kid like do i really really gotta like raise my grandchildren knowing that this mm -hmm. happens to my mm -hmm. daughter like you know it, it, i i like i would end up losing mm -hmm. myself i can't even imagine my daughter that's gonna have to raise that child you know like that's just sad like it actually happened like in real life because this girl got kidnapped and then she ended up having four kids from that guy and he had a wife too his wife was like um she was helping him basically like when she gave birth like to those kids in the back of their like barn or something and then somehow she escaped it she escaped and she he got in trouble and stuff but still like knowing that like this happens to like any child and having to raise a, that child from a rapist or molesters or pedophile pedators like it's it's very it's very painful physically mentally and emotionally yeah for sure um i have a question for you uh, because you're a mom and even for you q um like like even for k if you want to answer and be a part of this like how sex education was for you <laughs> like like i feel like it's maybe a stereotype maybe maybe it's me but i feel like because it's a way more like religious ways and how i see like us and stuff like there's this idea to um teenage pregnancy and stuff like that that like people don't know how to use like pills how to use like condoms how to use stuff like that so i'm just like yo is abortion really a great like a big deal because people don't know how to protect themselves and get like away from it you know so sometimes it's just that in my head but I'm from I'm out of the situation so I want to get educated and know more about it <laughs> like how it was for you like did you get I don't know I feel I feel like sometimes it's the extreme way like going to get the abortion yeah but like for my case I have like unprotected sexual act once in a while you know what I mean and I knew like okay next morning I'm gonna get like the drugstore and i'm gonna get plan b like and it's gonna be done like I what knew. happened to plan a <laughs> yo but for real okay i talked to many americans and they were like no i'm not wearing condoms and i was just like fuck like why are they allergic you... to it like every other guy i'm allergic to condoms <laughs> yeah like what the fuck why 
Like, you know what Does I mean? Does this condom got GMO in it? I'm allergic to GMO condoms. <laughs> and, uh, Is it latex? I'm allergic to latex. I'm allergic. You know, I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm going to answer, I'm not allergic to trust issues. So I don't believe in your plot games, boy. <laughs> like, like, sorry, I know myself. That's that's good that you don't believe it because honestly, I've had three abortions in my life. Well, not me, but my ex-girlfriends <laughs> did, and they were all from pre-cum. <laughs> so, no, are you you're, kidding? You're, so people wow. actually don't know this, right? Yeah, you can get pregnant just by pre-cum alone. Exactly. But that's right. A lot of people actually don't know that. That's the sad thing. So that, the answer that's Rosie's why you question. swallow, right, Kay? Yeah, spitters are for quitters, okay? Right. <laughs> Don't quit. Next time you write a birthday uh, birthday cake <laughs> on your mom's uh, thing, thank your mom for not swallowing you, okay? <laughs> Don't write happy birthday. Just write thanks for not swallowing us. All right, but anyways, to answer Rosalie's question, as far as sex education goes, and this is actually a really good thing that you did brought it up, um, because the... The way that they want to counter removing uh, abortion as illegal, uh, which, by the way, I don't know if you girls said this, but I'm going to say it anyways. It's not on all states. It's on some. And majority of it is on the red states, not the blue states, for those who actually understand. So for the red states that made it illegal, their solution to everything was to increase the knowledge of um, sex education. So it's a good thing that you brought that up. However, however... The downside to that is that um, sex education is only about one to two classes in your middle school term, middle school. So in middle school, majority of kids in that time hasn't even explored sex. Mm -hmm. They haven't even explored it yet. Um, I feel as if they should move that class to a high school course because in middle schools, you know, like most boys, their ball hasn't dropped yet. They don't even have more than three pubic hair. Maybe I'm just speaking from experience. I counted mine when I was in middle school. But, like, you know, it, it, it didn't drop yet, you know? And then for girls, it, it, it's like, you know, it's it's for them, it's like they just think it's funny to put a condom on a banana. You know what I mean? They, they, it, the middle school kids, they think it's a joke. You know what I mean? So they, they're not actually absorbing it like it's actual a real thing. Um, I'm 100% sure that the only people who is absorbing anything is the girls in middle school because they are going through their period. That's when middle school girls get their period. And that's the only time middle school girls are actually educated as far as learning how to take care of like or, or your period and all that stuff because they're experiencing it. Um, but, you know, that's because that's part of the health class or sex education. But that's in middle school. For the girls, it, it makes sense to do that. But for the boys and the girls, I feel as if sex education should be like, number one, be more extended as in um, when I say it's only one class, I don't mean it's one class throughout the whole year. Uh, I mean, like it's one segment, like one semester, like your, your sex education class is usually about maybe three or four months long, three or four months, once a week. And it's about maybe a half hour to an hour. They, and most of the time they just put a video on. And and then just kind of walk away from the class, which, by the way, we all know that if your teacher's going to put a video on, 
That's that's the time for you to sit there and text your boy some memes because no one's fucking paying attention to the video. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and uh, and like I said, the only people who's actually absorbing anything out of that is all the girls. The girls are absorbing the part where it's like, you know, learning about the menstrual cycles and all the other stuff. Girls are the, that's the only time girls are educated. Majority of girls that I've I've dated or or known and stuff like that, they had learned things according to themselves. You know what I mean? They had to learn that like Oh, I have to clean the bathroom up after, you know, if I'm on my period, I got to clean it up because I don't want, like, the bath, uh, the toilet to look like a fucking, like, someone had a murder scene there. You know, that they, they learn stuff like that. You know, they learn to, like, throw away the pads into the trash barrel, not to throw it down the toilet because it's going to clog, you know, the system. Like, girls learn that on their own and girls learn that during health class. But the thing is, they learn all that in middle school. They're the only ones who's actually absorbing anything. For guys, it's like they're not absorbing shit. You know what I mean? Honestly speaking, like a quick story really quick. When we got the free condoms in middle school, right? Um, you know, if the school really wanted to know who did it, um, it was me who actually took the, the free condoms and made water balloons and threw it at each other when we were in the Reese's courtyard. And uh, by the way, that shit really doesn't break. And I think I injured my friend and got a bloody nose. So, you know, to that middle school, it, it was my idea, but you'll never catch me. <laughs> so, but but we seriously don't take it serious though that's the thing we don't uh, in middle school kids don't take it serious so sex education should be extended to high school when kids are actually starting to explore you know and stuff like that i know there are cases where teenage mom happened in late middle school i understand that but i feel as if it should be pushed upon more on high school and health class should be pushed upon more where the kids are actually can absorb it more and understand it more, the consequences and the, the action of having intercourse and stuff like that. Um, especially in Gen Z and Gen Generation X, you know, I'm not knocking on them, but here's the thing, you know, if you if you scroll through uh, TikTok, for an example, or Instagram, majority of these younger generations, both male and female, male and female, I'm, I'm not being biased, they grow, I wouldn't say they grow up so fast, but they normalize sex to the public view at that age that it's like to them it's like it's almost like a joke i mean like a high school person is joking about having a side chick or a side dick to them it's a joke you know what i mean because they hear it on a song but the thing is they're not understanding like things such as like sex education where it's like things like that having intercourse come with consequences and stuff like that see so it's i feel as if it should be pushed more and and extended more that's what these red states are trying to do they're trying to push more on educating people to um to have like you know increase like uh, sex education and make it longer, and then they want to do things such as like increasing the pay rate for birth control people, birth control putting girls on birth control. Which by the way, a lot of males don't know this, so I'll teach males this right now. There is a lot of fucking side effects to a birth control, and not every birth control works so well with girls. And I worked in pharmacy for ten years to notice the amount and detrimental things that does to a, that it does to a girl birth control such as weight gaining and stuff like that that will attack their self-esteem, it's not the easiest thing for girls, birth control. I have uh, a question. Plan B, yeah. Okay, would you go to men birth control? It, no, because it hasn't been actually uh, it hasn't been researched enough. They're trying to promote it, but it hasn't been researched enough. Okay, and I stuff was like curious that. about it. Yeah. Because it's been a thing, right? Yeah, it's, but it's been ongoing, yeah. Yeah, the other thing too, I feel like um, the abortion part is because as a woman, since I'm young, I wanted to get my ovaries out and I was not able to. My doctor said that 
I could change my mind so he cannot like pursue like procedure and stuff. But a guy yeah. can get a vasectomy like this. And I'm just like, bro, like, can you imagine if a girl choose, like, what if, like, I saw some stuff on TikTok and IG where it's like, um, men should get, like, vasectomy, like, mandatory vasectomy when they're young. So, like, they're less, like, problem, you know? Yeah. And what do, you, what do you think about it? Because for me, vasectomy, when they I can think about reconnect. It, it's, a, it's a political move. That's why. Mm, when I think about it. Here's the part okay. that you're not seeing. Um, the birth rate in, in, in the United States right now is at an all-time low. Same mm. as the divorce rate is at an all-time high. If there's people breaking up more, as a, such as a high divorce rate, there's a lot of girls now educated to be more independent and grow up and don't have kids till later in life where the biological clock is expiring. Mm. The, and uh, there's so many factors to the fact that the birth rate is dropping in America. People forget that. But where there are numbers and birth rate increasing, it means the economy can do better. So they need more heads. Oh, well, that's a bad choice of words. They need more, <laughs> they need more people, <laughs> right? So in order to increase and have more people, what do you have to do? You got to get people to start fucking. Just like Japan. Japan has that issue right now. Well, they've been having that issue. Japan has a really extremely low birth rate. Why do they have a birth rate? Because they promote their people and go to school, not dating, and focus on their career. They push, they push, they push a lot on advancing technology and all the other stuff, right? Their, their birth rate is so low. And the problem with that is, is when you don't have enough people, you lose the manpower. America is afraid of that because we're heading in the same direction as Japan where we're promoting both male and female to focus more on their career, but everyone is so driven and focused on their career and they're promoting that to make the economy better and, and be more advanced, the birth rate is dropping because they understand, hmm, if someone has a if someone has a baby, what do we got to do? Pay them for two months out, take their paternity leave. That's, that's going to cost the company too much. So let's just promote people to focus more on their career. Let's not have kids. They notice that. So they're like, oh, shoot, what do we got to do? Okay, let's remove abortion. You see, it's a power move. Okay. That's the reason why it's a power move. Oh, this girl wants to get her tube tied. Hmm, I don't know, because one girl can produce at least four or five kids. If we're going to get this one girl tubes tied, that's going to be a problem. But we do have more males than females. So if we want to reduce the amount of males, that's fine. But we need more females in order to generate more birth. So what do they do? Make abortion illegal. Make it impossibly hard for you to get your tubes tied. Make it really extremely difficult for you to see a gynecologist because the government doesn't pay the gynecologist that much. If you're if you're on like a, like say a, a, um like a what do you call that like a state plan health insurance right? Yes, like like those right. Most gynecologists only accept a certain amount of people. Why? Because the private insurance pays the gynecologist more. Why do they pay them more? Because um, for a Medicaid or a health insurance, in order for them to have more kids underneath the person, the sponsor, it's going to cost the health insurance more money to cover more children. So that's going to take a huge dent on their profit. So in order for them to do that, they lower the amount that they're going to pay the gynecologist. Do you know they, that health insurance... Do you know that private health insurance yeah, well, is a scam, it's, it's right? It's expensive, but like, well, it's a scam, but like, but that's the reason why um, 
you know, to answer Rosalie's question, that's that's the reason why it's it's easier for guys to get a visectomy than it is for a girl to get her tubes tied. You know, it's it's also easier for a guy to put a condom on, but I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> okay, but I will say this with the vasectomies and everything, you can also get them reversed. Yes. So, you know, women can also get the tubes tied reversed. It's just a little harder. So everything that happens to a male compared to a woman, it's harder on the woman's body. And let me, let me, I'm going to rewind to the freaking male birth control because here's, here's, here's what I think about all that. Women, we have birth control because we tried the crap. Okay. We're the ones that were the test agents, right? Because one, we weren't giving up sex and you know, we want to enjoy pleasure as, as much as anybody else. But see, men now want to be like, you know, I don't know, it's not tested. But hell no, it's like, are you on the pill? You got to be on the pill. You got to have the condom on right. You got to like do everything possible. Then have the plan B pill right next to you on the nightstand or what, or wherever you're going to have it. Or you at the be breakfast like Drake where you don't eat Tabasco sauce and take that before you eat condom. breakfast. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, because let's just say you go out, like if we want to keep it real, you go out, you're drinking, you're hanging out, you have your little one night stand or whatever. And I mean, let's just say you get a little too drunk or you get a little too high or you a little too much of both and you end up going raw. And I mean, what are you going to do? And if women, we don't take precautions on our body, we have to like take five steps where guys only have to take one. And my issue with that is that I agree with you. It's all about money. It's all about power. It's all about control. It's all about the government having power. But at the same time, it's not that guys don't know how to use condoms or anything. They just choose not to. And they want to play ignorant. I agree. Okay. Like, it's true. Like, they want to be like, oh, yeah, I don't know how. Okay, well, I guess you don't know how to have sex because we're not going to have sex tonight. Right? Actually, I mean, and that's both. not going to happen half some, some the time. Some don't know how to hit it. <laughs> right. It's both. <laughs> They're struggling to put the condom on and they struggle once they even Okay, have I'm... I'm not even going to disagree with you. I'm not going to disagree with you. That's another whole podcast right there. But I totally agree. But it is some jacked up shit that we have to all go through just to enjoy pleasure. Here's what's crappy about it. Like, we all want to experience some kind of pleasure in our lives. And we want to experience it to the way we want to experience it. And then we never want to, we don't think about the consequences or the outcomes Cause I mean, you're talking about pleasure. I'm not trying to think about if, if I get pregnant, I'm gonna have an abortion. I'm gonna like take plan B pill or whatever else. Yeah. I'm thinking about that moment, right? You're thinking about that moment and how honestly for women, I'll say this, like speaking for me and whoever else agrees is that for women, a lot of us, that moment actually sometimes boosts our self-esteem, you know? And I mean, because if a man loves us for who we are and the type of bodies we have right then and there, it's like, or a woman, you know, whoever, whatever your flavor is and everything, we feel good. Like we're, we're going to feel like pretty empowered the next day, whether or not I talk to you again or not. Okay. It's the fact that that night happened or that moment, that day, that night, whatever you want to call it, um, happened. And that's pretty cool. And then, so there's like a, it's like this oxymoron when it comes to pleasure, when it comes to sex, when it comes to our realities. And I just always try to tell all my male friends is that whatever you think is easy for you, it's like, it's like twice as hard for us. So for whatever, the pre-cum stuff, man, that it's is like, I'm glad you just said that. <laughs> Cause 
No, that's one thing that should be in sex ed. And take it from someone I actually taught in the public schools here. And you're right. It only goes, sex ed goes as far as middle school. I used to have my own private, like, classes with my high school students. and Because they were always asking me crap. And I'm like... Why do I have to like talk? Why are you telling me all your business? I want to know it right now. That's that's the end that they started exploring, though, right? They were like, "You, you're the only one that's gonna keep it real." Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're right. That's it. They're like, "You're gonna keep it real." I'm thankful to my mom (laughs) because I assist to the birth of my brothers, and like, I'm thankful for that. Yo, I that's think why that's I don't to me. like. I'm sorry. Birthing yo, process is disgusting. I'm sorry. I told my mom. Sorry for all the moms you out are there. The reason that I don't want kids because she gave birth to like to three kids without like any medicine. She all go. She all went like natural and stuff like that. And I was like, like this to her pussy. And I was just like, bro, I will never go that far. Like hell no. First time, but you know it same... transformed back, right? Yo, I don't want to know. I don't know. Let's keep it real. Whether it transforms or not, guys don't care. Okay, uh, eventually okay. at one point, I just men want you to know care, that it, it, it doesn't like... stay that ruined forever. I see my mom pussy so up close that I was just like, hell no, I'm not gonna go there. But that educated me. Wait, because hold on. I, afterwards, afterwards, I was just like, yo, you know what? You don't want kids. Put condoms, take pills or whatever. But you don't want kids. I, you know I, what I mean? Hold on. I have four kids, right? And not to be, like, conceited or anything, but even though I teared with my kids, I don't, like, so I dated this guy who never had kids or whatever, and he told me that I have the nicest pussy he ever seen with even girls who had kids. I was like, hey, like yo. turns off really no. fucking quick. <laughs> I said to him, I was like, are you trying to build my confidence? He was like, no at all, because he's a very straight, honest person, like, if you got ugly ass titties or whatever, or like anything in your body or whatever, he'll tell you straight to your face. He have no filters. I love that for you, girl. I love that for you. All right, you. so so without giving it away, right? I mean, my sister's here anyways, but I I've slept with girls who has kids, right? There's and no difference. Exes... I know. Then why you but say your mom was a different? <laughs> but but what I, what I was gonna say, shut up. What I was gonna say, what I was gonna say is that, um, honestly, even some of the girls who has kids, they're they still feel better, and are better in bed than some girls who hasn't even had kids. Really? So yeah, yeah. Like they're they're more like, uh, it feels like that's what I mean by like it transforms back. Like, well, it yeah, does yeah, transform yeah. back. Like, it, it does tighten back. It's and then they could do things such as, like, you know, some exercises and stuff like that to actually tighten it back up. And that's I've been with not, girls that are like that. That's not the issue with me. The issue with me is I saw everything. And I'm like, no, fuck, no, I'm not going no. there. 
were you afraid to get the flappy bird thing or something? <laughs> Yo, do you think I want to get this? Like, I don't want my pussy to open up and tear up till my butthole for a fucking human being. Hell, look like no. a prostonomy sandwich. Prostonomy Yo, sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what happened to me with my first. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> okay. On this note, do you want to do you have anything else to add on the abortion subject? Or do you think we, Rosalie, you just heard my feelings? I love you, girl. You just heard my feelings about me looking wrecked. <laughs> I know I you mm. anyway if if I have to choose between you and K it's gonna be you girl all the time so all right okay I know we're kind of <laughs> like we're gonna stay on this subject we're not gonna stay on this subject but with the abortion thing I feel like no matter what women should always have rights period mm -hmm. yeah I love that Yes, I totally agree. We should always be in power, no matter what mm -hmm. the circumstances are. Yeah, I love that. And I totally agree with you. Once again, I want to thank um, to thank the people that are here. Um, what I mean is Q and Rina that came here to support me for this special episode. I'm really grateful for you to be here and um, I just want to say that I'm really looking out for you guys and I wish you a great success. For me, you are uh, really inspiring, like both of you, your history and stuff are really like amazing and it's blind, it's blow my mind how much like work you do and how much like you go to with life. and. It's very give me like that kind of energy that I can like, it's like the power that I can have too. And it brings, like it gets me like inspired to do my own thing and stuff. And I want to be, uh, I'm really thankful for what you do. And um, yeah, um, for that, I'm really thankful for you to be here and to have answer all my question and all key question. And um, for all the listeners here, thanks for listening until the end. Thanks to be here. Thanks to send up all these questions. Um, once again, today is a special episode and I hope you enjoy it. And I hope you get like how the answer you wanted. And I hope you get inspired and I hope you will apply some of the advice that we give you. I think everything that was said here was great and amazing and great tools to help you in life. And yeah, thanks a lot. This is Rosalie and I'm going to sign off. Good job, Rosalie. I love it. Totally dope. I love it. It was great. This is like the first of like, I think a few more to come for sure. Um, don't forget to stay great. <laughs> <laughs>